Hello and welcome to another episode of Houston. We have a podcast. Um, on today's episode, we are talking about one of our favorite Canadian actors, Keanu Reeves, uh, who grew up actually not a few blocks away from where we are recording this right now. Um, and to join us, we have some repeat guests, Ben and Shadow. Welcome back. Thanks. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> hey. Um, on tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about, so we have some of our favorite Keanu characters that we want to talk about of which ones are our favorite. Uh, we are going to be pitching a new Keanu vehicle to showcase his skills, and we're also going to be trying to recast some existing movies with Keanu to make them even better, um, as well as also just discuss our favorite Keanu movies and whether we like him or not. We actually have not discussed amongst ourselves whether we actually like him as an actor, <laughs> so we will get into that. Um, and the bracket. Yes, we have a bracket competition with the, the characters uh, coming up as well. Um, but before we get to that, as we always do, we want to talk about with everyone movies that we've seen recently that you want to talk about. Um, Shadow, how about you start off something you've seen recently that you want to share with the audience? Awesome. Uh, so I saw the movie Late Night starring Mindy Kaling and Emma Thompson, right? I always mix her up with Helen Mirren. <laughs> right. No, uh, definitely Emma Thompson. And they were both really, really funny. Uh, they both had really equal weight in the film. And uh, yeah, just a really interesting take on like late nights in general and like how how it could be improved in the future. Yeah. Because I'm not familiar with the For movie sure. at all. For sure, yeah. What is it about? Uh, so Emma Thompson is a late night uh, television host, mm -hmm. a la Stephen Colbert, uh, but her whole writer's room is like white guys who went to Northwestern, uh, and then like, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, through some competition. Oh yeah, so Mindy Kaling's work, Mindy Kaling's character plays a factory worker, and that gets brought up a lot. Like it gets brought up as like a slam all the time too, but it's like. <laughs> A lot of your audience is factory workers and like people like that are doing that. So it's great to have that perspective as well. Uh, so yeah, so then it's just like, and then it gets to like a little bit like uh, Mindy Project ish in the middle where there's like, oh man, this is happening and oh my god, there's so many balls in my life and I have to juggle them. It's so hard. Uh, so then that's just kind of fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, I definitely liked it. And then that like you know at the end of the movie. There's like a redemption arc for both of them, and of course there's like an initial conflict that is like unsurmountable. But oh my God, no! Now they do see it from each other's perspective. Now <laughs> fully the, mounted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now the late night landscape can forever change. Uh, so okay, uh, well, yeah. Know, like or or not. Okay. Right? Well, that or would be a really boring movie. <laughs> it was just like oh. Look at this plucky go getter. She did nothing. <laughs> the late night's no, still the same. Swerve. You think it's a comedy and then no, it's a drama. Sure. Yeah. That's what I'm right. signing up for on a Saturday afternoon. That would yeah. be one of the most the least expected dark endings to a movie. Sure. <laughs> That'd be like what I like. <laughs> yeah. Would you say it's like if you like Mindy Kaling, like uh, humor very oh, much definitely. that type of thing? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, she's definitely all over that movie. Uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's great. Ben, how about yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, before I do that, who was the girl that played Hermione? 
Uh, Emma Watson. Okay, I always think that Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Uh, <laughs> and Emma Watson is Emma Thompson. I just get their names mixed up. I would up. watch her late night show. Sure, yeah. That sounded well, and also, <laughs> it did. It did sound bad. Like, yeah. it not, anyway, what did you watch, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, moving on. What was she uh, in? Huh? That we watched. What, Emma, Emma yeah. Thompson? Watson. Or you're not going to talk about Okay. No. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm, I'm talking about Shazam. Uh, I recently saw Shazam, and it was fantastic. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, it was neat. There was a lot of fun action in it. Uh, it you can't really challenge anyone with a superhero movie anymore. But, like, you know, it was... It was great for what it was, you know? Like, it kind of hit you. I really enjoyed Shazam. Yeah, right like, in the middle. Like, you know, like you're, what you think you're going to get, you get, right? It's a kid that's a superhero, <laughs> and fuck yes. But that's, like, that's what I like about it, is it felt like if a kid actually turned into a superhero, yes. that's how they would act. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You would fuck around and do yeah. Some yeah shit the story and really like, leaned into. It's that. like trying yeah. to make money by shooting lightning out of yeah, a pan. And then that's like part of it. And like, yeah, okay. And it's it's such an interesting way because they can just rudimentary prove out like the value of that, mm-hmm. and then get on with it. And I think the villain was pretty good too. I like the ending with uh, his uh, his foster the siblings. family, the Marvel family. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And make and it. Oh, Making good, book, showing up out of nowhere. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I really appreciated Spoiler how much of it was definitely filmed in Toronto, oh, and yeah. how it was, was so blatant, like it wasn't even trying. I <laughs> do love that Toronto is showing up everywhere now, and, and more in TV shows than in movies. But like mm-hmm. uh, the boys we were talking about earlier on Amazon. Yeah. But like Toronto is very, very featured in a lot of shows right now. Yeah, it's funny specifically for the boys. Um, the the one scene where they're supposedly in uh, Times Square, but they're clearly in Dundas Square, but they with through CGI or whatever they the camera pans and you see Times Square and it comes back around and then you're back in Dundas Square. I thought that was pretty funny. That's fantastic. Well, there's there's one scene uh, in Shazam where it literally looks like they're at the bottom of our street that we oh, live really? on. Yeah, on Fort yeah. York. On Fort York, yeah. exactly. I used to live at the yeah, building you, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah, sure. Exactly, that corner right there. Yeah. They show... Is that the scene where he catches the bus? Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, like it's such a, <laughs> it's such a dorky thing to be like, oh, cool, I know where that is. I, I live near there. We go by there all the time. <laughs> I definitely experienced that with Umbrella Academy. I don't know if any of you guys watched that one. Saw it a bit, yeah. The donut shop was down the street from where I used to live, which okay. I was really disappointed because I thought there was a donut shop opening, and I was really wanted to oh, go, no. and it never opened uh, because it was a fake donut shop. <laughs> That's well, awesome. If you guys like that, you should go back and watch uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. <laughs> yes. There's the Pizza Pizza at like oh, uh, yeah. Bloor and uh, yeah. Bathurst, yep. so prominently featured. <laughs> Just up from Honest Ed's, you know? Although, I have to say something while we're on the topic of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I went to Castellano for the first time, and <laughs> I went to the stairs where Chris Evans goes down, and he's supposed to the like skater. do these long stairs. The stairs are not that long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was very nice. disappointing. It's it's a regular staircase. Yeah, it's a regular <laughs> staircase. Oh, man. But yeah, yeah, Shazam, pretty decent. It made and, my top ten last yeah, year. Nice. <laughs> and if they pull the trigger... On the rumored casting of... No, it's not rumored. That's official. Yeah, okay. So he's going to be Black Adam. Yeah. And that guy 
rocks the freaking house in uh, the comic book. Why you gotta be black? Why can't you just be Adam? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's about his attitude. <laughs> it's I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's not in in the comics. I believe. Do you think they're gonna make him an actual evil person? Do you think the Rock can be a villain? <laughs> he's a very justifiable kind of. He's bad like a guy. Loki, where it's like you can like there are reasons why he's not like just chaos, mm. right? Like there's reasons why he does the things he does. Maybe he'll be a, another villain, a la um, Killmonger, which is like Maybe. a sympathetic villain. Kind of, well, actually, it's interesting you mentioned that in the comic books, he is the ruler of a country. Oh, okay. Like he had he. I don't know if they'll do that in the movie, but in the comics, he runs, like, he's the head of state of, uh, I think, like, Kardak or something. Hmm. Uh, and, it, you know, he has that responsibility, in addition to fucking kicking ass as, <laughs> uh, like, a Captain Marvel-like superpower being. But uh, I think he's powered by the Egyptian gods instead of, yeah. yeah. I don't think they're going to make him the villain in the next Shazam movie, though. I think they're going to make a Black Adam movie. I, I the Rock is too big. He's too big of a character. Like, <laughs> and he's not allowed to yeah. lose a fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, on that whole it's crazy to see it thing in Umbrella Academy. Uh, sorry, it's a TV reference. <laughs> Carson uh, started it. This sorry. is acceptable. <laughs> okay. In Umbrella Academy, there's a motel. And that motel is also Shit's Creek's motel. Oh, really? Yeah. They're the same motel. Uh, it was Kind of neat. Do we know where this actual motel is? Uh, I think it's just kind of north of here. Yeah. Oh, I I think it might be in the states. What? <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm, I'm I'm not 100%. Okay. They filmed everything in Toronto and then went down to the states for a motel. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it's possible, yeah. but no, I I don't know. I thought uh, I thought it was north of here, but interesting. I, yeah. Oh, the motel where like the two people with the comic heads are staying. Yes. Okay, I know yeah. what you're talking about now. I don't know where that is, but we're not talking about it. Okay, we've hit our TV quota. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Paula, what have you seen? Um, I recently watched Midsummer, finally, uh, starring Florence Pugh. I don't know how Pugh. to pronounce her last name. Pug Pugh. Literally no uh, idea about that movie or who that gal is. Her um, last name is P-U-G-H. How would you pronounce that? Pugh. Puff? Puff. Maybe that's Oh, it. that's a really nice way of pronouncing that. I'd go Pug. I don't know. <laughs> Pug. Um, she, uh, she was in Outlaw King as, um, the prince, queen, the queen, <laughs> the princess who marries the Outlaw King. Um, she's also in, um, she was in Little Women this year. She was in Little Women. She was also in the wrestling movie with, uh, Fighting With My Family. Yes. Um, okay. I haven't seen it, but I do know. Okay. Good movie, by the way. She'll, yeah. She's, yeah. Anyway, uh, she's a star. Weird. Um, uh, Chidi from The Good Place. No, nice. Is in this movie as well, oh, and um, uh, Will Poulter, who uh, continues his continues his run as a character who you hate. Okay. Uh, the most punchable movie. face in Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. Um, and basically, it's a it's a horror movie, but it's not a conventional horror movie. It's um, uh, basically these friends go on a trip to uh, Sweden. They end up in a commune where uh, two of the friends are like doing a a project or like a University. Their uh, thesis. Their thesis project. I'm in high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're doing their thesis on this commune, and then it, it just everything is very weird. And uh, I don't want to give anything away because I think you guys should watch the movie. It's very fucked up, though. Okay, cool. Um, 
Yeah, it's it's just the the last ten minutes are completely insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Watch the movie. It's good. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Me too. Faye was not was like just. What are you watching? (laughs) But. Uh, it's from A24, one of, I think my probably my favorite movie studio right now because they just take young directors and empower them to fulfill their vision. And make so original like, Just movies. original yeah. weird shit, yeah. um, which I really enjoy. Oh, and uh, <laughs> it's directed by the same uh, guy who did Hereditary. So that's, that might give you an idea of like... Oh, the, okay. Very horror based, yeah, very much. Uh, how, how related is it to Midsommar's Night's Dream? Not at all. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, it's the play by uh, William Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Oh. <laughs> of course I know that. Yeah, right? <laughs> there was a movie of it. There was. I feel confident. Puck, right, guys? Puck. Puck, Puck is yep. in it. Puck. 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 Pew. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Carson, what did you think? <laughs> uh, I watched The Gentleman. Um... I'm forgetting the director's name. Oh, um, Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, Guy Ritchie's latest movie. Um, he did a lot of gangster movies early in his career, and then he went to like Sherlock Holmes and Aladdin, um, some kind of mainstream shit, and then he went with Wait, this he one. Did Aladdin. He did Aladdin. I haven't Wait, seen what? Aladdin. He did the new Aladdin movie. Yeah. Guy God. Ritchie. What? Yeah. Is there a scene where like Aladdin slow motion gets ready to fuck someone up? <laughs> There kind of is like a little bit of like underworld gangster Aladdin scene, but like very briefly. But anyway, he has stopped his mainstream at least for one movie and gone back to his roots. Um, if you have seen Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, yes, is very much the same movie. Um, but just with bigger budget and better actors, um, Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam. Um, not as good as I wanted it to be, but it's that very classic, just good Guy Ritchie style. Um, so if you like that, 100% recommend it. If you haven't seen it, go watch it anyway because it's pretty solid. I really want to see it. But probably not as – if you really like Guy Ritchie and his older stuff, not as good as his older stuff. Like it's it's not as good as Snatch or Rock and Roll, uh, if you've seen those movies, uh, but definitely a good, sharp, British gangster movie. It's very tough not to be crass right now and <laughs> just say, you know, it's hard for something to be better than Snatch. <laughs> From a movie perspective, I totally agree with you. Snatch is a very good movie. Movies, other. <laughs> Generally, I'm a fan. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, folks. Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's what we're talking about today. He's probably <laughs> also a fan probably, of Snatch. Probably, it seems like. I think He's he would fan. he would respectfully be a, a fan. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we're not talking about a lack of respect. <laughs> no, never. Positive. Okay, so we we planned this podcast. We've talked about Keanu Reeves a bit. I actually don't know your guys' general opinions on Keanu Reeves, whether he's a good actor, what you like about him, what you don't like about him. So I just want to open it up. Like, I'll ask an opening question. We can expand from here. Do you think Keanu Reeves is a good actor? Yes. <laughs> I I think he's good at very specific things. So, like, brooding, brooding angry a la John Wick, and, um, uh, and like, 
spacey, like not knowing what's going on type. So that's half Bill and Ted, half Neo. I think those those are his that's his those are his comfort zones. But like, there's not a lot of range of emotion in his face. I I feel, but w he's like the man. Uh, Bruce Lee has a saying. Uh, I fear not the man who pr who knows who knows a thousand kicks. Or who practices a thousand, a thousand kicks, kicks once? Who practices one kick a thousand times? I, I fear the man who practices one kick a thousand times, and that's Keanu Reeves. He's practicing those two kicks, five hundred times each. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, okay, I, I, I question how much he's asked to do, <laughs> and I think that's fair. If I was just told to, you know. Play it cool, man. <laughs> You're Keanu Reeves. You're going to go out here, maybe get a little... Like, okay, here's the thing. Gravelly, I think he does extremely well. Like, John Wick, uh, Speed, a little bit of The Replacements, you know, that kind of gruff, <laughs> everyman quality. I also think he kind of does himself a lot of favors by, like, knowing that he's a good guy. Like, we all know, like, we've all seen the news. He's like, likable. He's, we know, yeah, he's likable. He rides the subway. He helps people out. He does cool stuff. He makes sure that people on the sets get paid. Like, he's a cool dude. We understand this about him. So, like, I'm not necessarily bummed out if I find, like, you know, <laughs> some of the stuff. Are you saying he's not a good actor, but he's a good person, so you're okay with that? I don't, it's, it seems mean to say he's not a good actor. I have enjoyed what he's done. I have not seen a great deal of range, but I question if that's on him. I mean, that's it's kind of what I was... Yeah, I, 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 okay, so I think I'm with follow. But like, think, like, he's good at what he does. Yeah, I'm like oh. a step back from that. Like, one small step back from that. I'm, I, think, I'm, I think the same thing, but like... Maybe, I don't know if it's his choice to play a lot of the same roles. Subdued. Yeah. Subtle. Or if he's just been typecast. Could be typecast. I mean, it's not really his fault either way. But, like, he's he's an entertaining actor. I just, like, I don't know. I haven't seen a, an amazing performance from him before. I've seen a really bad one. <laughs> but, I don't know. Shadow, your thoughts? Sure. I think uh, it's interesting and it almost makes me think about like, how do you define actor? Like if it's like an entertainer, like he is, he's had a, yeah, he's basically been in a blockbuster movie every year for the last 20 years. Like he defines going to the movies in a way. So in that way, he's an actor. Like he is one of our best actors of our time, weirdly. Uh, not that, yeah, and I would agree, like not that he has to have, a, I don't think he has to have a lot of range though, because I don't know how many people are going to the movies expecting a lot of range either. Um, so I don't know. So I like him. I also have a soft, like soft spot for his like sweeter, more <laughs> like non-action based movies. And also like, I'm not a big fan of action movies, but with Keanu Reeves, like he pulls me in. Like I won't like, there's lots of like, they're all like right off whole genres. And then it's like, yeah, but what about if Keanu Reeves is in it? I'm like, well, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like it's he, like so yeah so i think he is a 
like, I don't, good actor, I don't know, but, like, like yeah, I don't think he has to be challenged, to your point. Yeah. Uh, but at the yeah. same time, yeah. like, he is doing his job more than adequately, constantly. Yeah. Actually, Shadow, that you actually just reminded me, I was saying that, uh, like, I, I made the point about, like, his range, but then I just realized... I haven't really watched any of his other stuff. It's just like his <laughs> his action movies or like his action movies and the replacements. And right. <laughs> that's pretty much my experience with But even within that, so you look at like Bill and Ted, the replacements, point break, and then like John Wick area, there's a decent amount of range from him being like surfer dude yeah. to totally cynical asshole. And, like, he does play a range within that. He's not totally one note all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's just the same guy every time, but there are, like, you you got to agree there's a lot of similarity. Like, between, <clears throat> say, what, what's his his character in Speed? Uh, Jack Trevern. Yeah. He's, like, in the <laughs> middle of... Thank uh, you for saying it. I didn't know <laughs> I had no idea. Jack. <laughs> he, he's, like... Where John Wick is one side of the serious spectrum, and like say Bill, Bill or Ted. Which one is he? I don't know. <laughs> He's Ted. Okay, Ted is on the the completely goofy side. I think like Jack Traverin is on the middle of the ac- uh, yeah. action. I would say he's much more serious. Super serious. He yeah. doesn't tell a joke outside of maybe something kind of sardonic to his partner. He yeah. tries to do well, like the I'm one-liners, taller. but other than that, he's not like a joking character. Yeah. Right? Okay, fine. Like, he's, point he's, break is the is the in between. Okay, point. okay, yeah. But like it's that that line is is very like on the same not on the same note, but like it's you, you know what I mean? <laughs> but here's the thing, I will argue that he's a very relatable character. And I think for a character like Neo in the Matrix or when you talk about Harry Potter in uh Harry Potter or uh <laughs> Luke Skywalker in Star Wars you're going into a fantastical world and you want a character who is very relatable, very like low beat, very neutral that you can relate to. Um, there's actually a book, I think it's called Creating Comics or Making Comics, that talks about how you draw a character that you're supposed to relate to versus a villain. And the character that you relate to, you're supposed to draw with as little features as possible because anybody can relate to that character because there's no character. Whereas a villain, you add more dimension to because there's less things that you can relate to. They're more different from you. So a character like Neo in the Matrix, I would say is actually a really good character. The perfect character yeah. for the Matrix. Because anyone can relate to Neo. He has no character. And I would say that's actually a really good performance. No, even I, though it's neutral and like non-existent. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like I, to maintain that neutrality yeah. <laughs> is in and yeah. of itself kind of impressive. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Does that does that more lend to his acting style, or is it more of his great performance, do you think? Because I think early in his career, when you look at Point Break or Bill and Ted, he was almost being typecast as like a surfer bro dude, <laughs> and then he became more serious as time went on, and I think people realized he was better at that more like serious, cynical person. Speeds were yeah. into that dance. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. But like... I don't know. I think it is a performance. Like, I think he's doing something genuine there where it's like something relatable, not too crazy that people are going to like kind of lose you, but like there's a balance there. And I think he found the balance. Yeah, right. that's fair. <clears throat> so I think it, it sounds like the, like the, ooh, scary. Someone yelled outside. <laughs> uh, I think the, so the, the, to, 
does what he does very well. But there's some things that it, it feels like he would, even though we haven't seen him do it, he may not really, it might not fit him. Like, would you see him it's, it's in like, just... Okay, so here's it's, the question. It's not the role that you would cast Keanu Reeves in to do... That's going to exactly be my question. We have a question later on that we're going to be like, what would you cast Keanu in? What do you think? Like, what's a role recently that you would be like, absolutely 100% Keanu would not fit this role because he couldn't do it? Like, what is outside his range? Okay, I've got one. It is potentially controversial. I don't think he could have played the Joker. Which one? The most recent one. Okay. I don't think he could have done the performance that Joaquin Phoenix did. I just don't see it. That sounds so messed up. No, that's <laughs> it's not like I'm doing it. Right? It's not like I'm doing it at all. Like I can't do any of that stuff. I would it's like to see him try it. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. But I just don't. I don't think some of that he would be able to do. I think he would definitely have his own twist on it. Sure. Because I think Keanu's a relatable person. I think in the Joker, they were trying to go for something relatable. Really? I think they were trying to make it as, like, I think they were trying to make mental illness as relatable as possible. Okay, okay. To try to say, here's something that could happen to someone you know and take it to the extreme because that could happen. Um, But it would be very different than how Joaquin would do it, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. And that's, like... Yeah, that's that's what it is. I I don't know that he would have maybe been able to navigate some of the yeah the more specific mental illness stuff that he gets into around like his uh, his mom and yeah, his interactions fair. with the therapist. I think that might be a little bit challenging. The one that came to mind for me is I immediately thought of Star Lord. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't think he can have that level of charisma. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. <clears throat> like he can't really. He doesn't smooth easily yeah he can't just charm like mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's like, which is odd because i think he's actually a charming person he's day kind, to day he's kind of magnetic yeah like you, you know mm. yeah you're like into it you know he seems cool any other opinions from you guys i think um interestingly we were talking about this movie but like shazam like it's like he's i think he's too far removed from his goofy side at this point like, if we're talking about him being, like, a spectrum actor, like, maybe once we see the new Bill and Ted, maybe I'll feel differently, but, like... Oh, yeah, what do you think of the new Bill and Ted? Do you think he's going to be able to fit that character again? I, I hope so. And then, it, actually, if I see him pull off a really goofy performance in Bill and Ted, I think I would change my opinion on maybe how difficult it's been for him to c- keep a straight face this whole time hmm. in his other roles. I guess, yeah, if he's, like, somehow he's revealed to be this... Basically, all he has to do is do one performance <laughs> that is outside of anything that we've seen that he does really well, and then that would turn every other situation which he was in as that was a choice <laughs> rather than a limitation, right? Like, and I still think he, there's a chance that he could do that and just totally be like, no, guess what, guys? I was the voice of Ringo Bear on the Care Bears. <laughs> this season yeah that was me and you know what I was good <laughs> and we won an Emmy because of me <laughs> like you know what I mean like something just completely unexpected and then every other thing I'm like he chose to limit that performance 
I really want to see the Care Bears win an Emmy now. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if it's still on. Is it on? It's definitely not. No? Not the original. <laughs> I don't think it's been remade. <laughs> no, they definitely, there was 3D. Like I saw, Are you serious? I'm sure I saw clips of like a 3D animated Care Bear okay. TV show. We're going to have to fact check this on the on the. Sure, break. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look yeah. at the description of the YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> We're not, not doing YouTube this. anymore. <laughs> well, it's still anymore? there. I, no, I haven't even been oh, really? it. <laughs> the last one was there. Nope. The, oh, like four months ago, I stopped. There was okay. What was the, the last one I listened to on you? What? Okay, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's shift a little bit. Um, less about an, analyzing Keanu as an actor, but just like, what are your favorite roles? Like, what is your favorite version of Keanu out there? I'll uh, I'll go first there. Uh, at this point, okay, you know what it is. I'm a little bit older, I'll just say it. <laughs> I'm a little, you know, and the Keanu Reeves that I really grew up with was, first of all, Bill and Ted, and then second of all, Speed. Uh, and then, honestly, in high school, oh man, it's tough to say which character I would, I would have to go with Speed, honestly. I had it on VHS. Uh, I watched it a ton as a kid. Uh, it was one of those movies you could watch at your grandparents. Because there's not a whole ton of swearing, and there's zero nudity. Apparently that matters, because we're all sad. And, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, uh, I gotta go with, yeah, I think it's tough. Because uh, the Matrix is right there, and that's a pretty awesome role. So yeah, yeah. We, we talked about this earlier in the week about Speed. Yeah. I haven't watched Speed since some afternoon in the late 90s. When it was on TNT, and I saw it once, and I I know about what speed is about. You know, there's a a bus that has to go a certain speed, and I remember, sure, it was fine. I recently rewatched this like two days ago. It is a very good movie. It yeah. is a very That's surprising to hear from you, right? Like I I expected to go in being like, this is kind of a shitty old sure. movie. Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. He gives a good performance. Yeah. He's serious. There's good set pieces. Mm-hmm. I was quite surprised the, to see that it was quite good. The stakes are always raised. Yeah, it was, it was good. And it kind of, like, it starts ramping up right away, right? And he yeah. gets, like, introduced to people and comes back. Oh, so good. <laughs> I totally expected him to be, like, the very goofy 90s one-liners guy, which they do a couple of, but, like, for the most part, he's just a serious cop trying to do his job. His one-liners are basically, like, shouted, right? Like, angry one-liners, like... Well, that's gonna hurt, like. Yeah. Well, like I'm a, taller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh that's my god. Funny. Well, he hasn't been the goofy guy in like anything since Bill and Ted that that I can remember, at least. Point Break. He has a couple scenes. Yeah. Like, there's one scene in Point Break where he goes out to the waves and he's just very excited about surfing, <laughs> and it there's a little bit of Ted Logan in him. Uh, that I think shines more than like his other movies, but like yeah, not as much. I think. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. I was gonna say also when he plays himself, he's a little bit more goofy. Like in uh, I'll Always Be My Maybe. Always be. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I think yeah, that one's my favorite of him in recent memory because he's just it's so different from everything else that he's done recently. Mm-hmm. And like, even though he's quote unquote playing himself it's just like as an eccentric oh asshole, I always love that though which is yeah, yeah. it's great like he's funny 
But then at the same time, on the other hand, he's still kind of like gruff and like brooding, which is like he's never really out of his comfort zone, even though he's supposed to be playing a silly character. And so I haven't seen this movie, but is he playing because he's playing himself? Yeah. But is he playing himself or is he playing a version of himself? definitely a version yeah like, like any yeah like like um i'm trying to think of another great oh like uh again tv sorry to break the rule uh uh in uh don't trust the bee in apartment 23 like james vanderbeek was playing james vanderbeek and he was playing like an asshole version of james vanderbeek and it was amazing <laughs> it was like but i also think it's also kind of a shortcut to endearment though too, because I feel like the more outlandish you play yourself yeah. as an asshole, it's kind of like, oh, he would never be that much of an <laughs> asshole. Like, he's comfortable like, enough with himself that he can joke about totally. it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like people's perspective of him, but, like, multiplied to, like, absurdity. Mm. Yeah. That's what he, that's how he's playing it's, himself. It's, in uh, always uh, Neil Patrick Harris in Harold's Grove. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm, nice. Like, He's insane, and then like afterwards, like he gets a TV show because we just love that idea <laughs> of him as this wild guy that's just out there, right? Like Keanu Reeves, we want to believe he's just loving life and <laughs> getting weird with people that he meets. Just punch me in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's just kind of you know yeah. you don't quite get him because how could you? Yeah. Which yeah. is, and that's it's why, cool. my, probably my favorite thing that I've, his, my favorite performance of him in recent memory. Nice. So, one thing I want to ask, Shadow, you about. Yeah. Um, you like the lake house. I love it. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk a lot about Keanu as the action star. Sure. But in a few of these movies, like in Speed, he still has that attractiveness quality that I think they're mm. going to go for. Right. Even in Point Break, they're trying to cast him as like a charismatic young guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you kind of seen him more in like the romantic comedy. For sure. I don't think it's even, come on, it's just like, it's a pure romance. It's supposed to be a romance. It's like, it's uh, good, first of all, like... Slash sci-fi, which is not a genre you yes, see kind of like together but, very often. So does he work as a romantic lead, do you feel? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. There's also this movie from, and again, like, timing's everything, right? Like you talk about like you being a little older. Well, when I was like in high school, there was a couple of like real cheesy chick flicks right when I was about 14, 15 that he was in. So there was also this movie called Sweet November with him and Charlie Theron. And like, it's all just like, again, romantic ridiculousness. Like this could never happen in re the real world, but just the two of them have this energy and it's beautiful and really nice. Uh, <laughs> and then, but in the lake house, what I love about the lake house is it, it's Sandra Bullock again. So, like, they're reunited, but they never actually get to reunite mm. in the entire movie because they're, like, two years apart the whole time. Um, Have you guys seen The Lake House? I haven't seen it in recent memory, which, which is also, like, I'm worried that I I'm going to, like... <laughs> so, it's coming to Crave next week, and I'm kind of wanting to watch it next weekend, but I'm so scared it won't hold up. And then I'll be like, oh, I hate this now. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> that keeps happening with movies we're watching from our youth. So, I'm really worried that it might happen there. Well, it, it was but... the opposite for Carson watching Speed, so... Mm, yeah. That's true. You know, a fun fact about The Lake House, I wish, coming from someone that's never seen it, yeah. but uh, Faye told me, like, she saw... Um, Keanu Reeves on Ellen, and he was saying how about the lake house, he had a crush on Sandra Bullock when they were oh, filming, amazing. and then right after Sandra Bullock was on Ellen, and she was saying that she had a crush on Keanu Reeves when they were filming too, wow. so maybe that's why it's so good, the chemistry was real. Uh, man, uh, you're like... <laughs> 
kind of taught, like already like taken the. That's like kind of around my pitch, man. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> Later. Uh, okay, okay. It's okay. It's I'll okay. That from no, no, no. It's great. I actually that I did not know that, and it just makes me like so happy. I feel like yeah, she, 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 I I really want to see them together again. <laughs> For real, in real life. Yeah. Um, no, because like, doesn't he have a serious? He has a girlfriend. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah girlfriend. No. So I have a story to share about the lake house. Yeah. Um, back when I was in high school, I worked at Dairy Queen. Um, and at this time, I, I had a flirtatious period uh, with a Dutch girl. Um, oh, I love every part of this. Anyway, <laughs> all right, all right. And, and it's relevant that you work with you know, this, I'm going to bring this right around. I'm going to bring wait, this around. Anyway, so one of my one so of my big opportunities classy. with this was uh, she invited me over for a movie with her friends. Um, mm. And it was The Lake House. Mm. Um, and at this time, when I was in high school, the thing to do when you watch a movie with friends is to rip on that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Um, right, Dan right, would yeah. be really proud of me in this moment. Yeah. But So I'm watching The Lake House with her friends. Um, and it's, you know, it's The Lake House. I'm ripping on. <laughs> it's not a good movie, so I'm making fun of this movie for the entire two hours. I did not read the room correctly because all of those friends really liked the lake house and they wanted to watch it genuinely. Uh, and I was making fun of the lake house for two hours. Uh, needless to say, I did not see this girl ever again. Um, and the, the, it's just and, the flirtation. Yes, and that is the last time I've seen the lake house. I don't of remember course. it. Why other would you than ever watch it again? It. Yeah, no. Um, but let's let's try to salvage some of my reputation here. Um, <laughs> I have recently watched uh, a movie called Il Mare, which okay. is the Korean movie that The Lake House was a remake of. Amazing. Tell me more. Um, it's the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's about all I can say. <laughs> um, down to like the ending and all like the nuances mm, of the story. It's very right. much the same movie. It's just here's the English version remake of it. Uh -huh. So. When I think about the lake house, I'm very much thinking about Il Mare. So if we talk about plot points, I'm just going to be talking about Il Mare. But if you like the lake house, watch the original. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> no, it's uh, probably, again, it's probably one of those things I haven't seen since my undergrad because it was like on TV a bunch and mm -hmm. you would just watch it, and, you know, but. But yeah. we will talk about the lake house later because in sure. our Keanu character segment, Alex Weiler, which is with Keanu's character, nice. is going to show up. So we will talk about that later. And I will provide the required perspective of the one who has not seen the lake house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will also. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah. he's going to be going up against Neo for best Keanu character, so that should be a but very... But we'll get into that. <laughs> we don't want to spoil the bracket. I'm so sorry. That's fine. I'm also not going to be that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Any last things we want to talk about Keanu before we go into other segments? I mean, we're still going to continue to talk about Keanu. Oh, yeah. Very, real very well. Yeah. No, I, you know, if I think of something else Keanu-related, I can Keanu bring it up. No. Ah! No? Is that... ah! Ah! I mean, I loved it. I love you. You're great. Uh, Hello, kitty. Talking about how much you guys love each other, we have a segment for you guys. Oh, um, oh no. Oh, I totally forgot. So before we recorded this, we did a little bit of the no. uh, the newlyweds game, where we asked you five Keanu-based questions, and we're gonna have you guys guess what the other person answered. 
So, Paulo, take it away. Do you need me to recap the questions? Good idea. Uh, no, but there's six answers on one of them. Uh-oh. There were six questions. Oh, no. Oh, well, then I right. missed one. No, I but think I only have five. What does that say? Okay, we'll get we'll we'll get to it. Sure, we both have terrible penmanship. It's real. <laughs> I'll recap the questions. Yeah. Good, do them one by one, one by one. We'll do them. One yeah, by we'll one. do one question at a time. You guys will each uh, guess what you thought the other person answered, um, and then Paul will reveal what your actual answers were. And so, the winner gets uh, a pizza pocket. Sure. Um, okay. First question: If you speaking of the lake house. If you had the power of the letterbox from the lake house, which is, i.e., you're communicating with your partner two years in the past, so you have a letterbox, your partner, so Shadow, you're talking to Ben two years in the past, Ben, you're talking to Shadow two years in the past, which is February 2018, uh, what is the main theme of the letter that you write to the other person? Uh, you asked Ben first, right? Yeah. So what do you think Shadow answered? Oh, man, this is tough. I'm just going to... I'm gonna. It's a wild guess, and uh, she's gonna tell me uh, that we're gonna get a dog. Oh my God! You got it. <laughs> no shit. You really? wrote, "We got a dog." Yeah. What? All right. Shadow. No pressure. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> With your reaction, I thought I was gonna guess the same thing, but your reaction is like letting me know that that's not the case. Um, I guess it's probably going to be something like supportive about like my career path being something that works out. Ooh, <laughs> oh, no, close, but uh, B-Ball wrote, the wedding is going to be awesome, which uh, is equally as yeah, nice. Yeah, I was going to go that too, but yeah. All right, cool. Yep, nice. Good stuff. Nice. nice stuff. Okay, second question. You should go first this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll alternate. You have the phone booth from Bill and Ted that can travel back in time. What year do you oh, travel shit. to? Shadow, what year does Ben <laughs> travel to? Ben's going to travel to the year 2000. Uh, no. <laughs> ben well, travels to the year 1969. Oh, classy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd leave a breadcrumb, you know? Yeah. I felt like you had that number in your brain, but you're like, it can't be this. Uh, like, okay, uh, I'm going to say uh, 89. Uh, no, 2015. I, yeah, I went I went back, but then I was like, oh, wait, it can go in. But I should have asked for the rephrase. But never mind. Okay, you, oh, yeah. you guys were oh, equally yeah. off the mark. <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a mulligan. Yeah. Great. Okay, so next question is a bit more of a neutral question. Okay. Uh, which accent would you like Keanu Reeves to try in a movie? Okay, so I'm going to guess that Shadow said, um, like, Cockney. No. Uh, I don't know what she said. Oh, no. <laughs> what does it say? Um, it says French-Canadian. No, wait. Oh, sorry, I was covering it. What's number four? Okay, we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, she said French Canadian. <laughs> okay. I was on the wrong number, sorry. It is. Um In what? Twister. Oh kind of, you're right. Mm. Was it French? Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> a little though. <laughs> yeah. I think more like Montreal. Sure, French okay. Canadian, not like <laughs> all right, all right, all right. 
Uh, oh, you're oh shoot. Um, oh, Ben got so worried about it. I'm going to say Hawaiian. Uh, close. Italian. Uh, you wrote okay. Italian. That wasn't close to Hawaiian. <laughs> no. It's not. <laughs> um, um, okay, so next question, Shadow. You're answering first. Uh, what is your Matrix hacker name? What did Ben pick for himself? Oh, I think he picked Bong Farter. Oh, that's a really good guess. Uh, yeah. That that was close. Yeah. It's Burnzork. I just I I picked something out of the clear blue. Okay. Okay. It sounds the same. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna if that was her answer to this, <laughs> then I'm gonna guess Trogdor. This is the one that you're gonna have to read for me. <laughs> yeah, it's the Raura, but that's like new. Raura. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rara, I need a, I need a outlook, okay. uplink, whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, no, I can. <laughs> I it's it's a real quick, it's a real quick thing. Um, so I'm both like a tiger in the in like the zodiac stuff, but also like a centaur. Oh. So I was looking up like centaurs with tiger stripes the other day, and it turns out that a com- a combined creature is this mystical thing called the Raura. Oh, that's cool. Um, but it's frightening as hell. <laughs> it's really scary looking. Uh, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Burns are. We need guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> no, it's, I don't even know what you're saying. God damn you, Burns are. What? These are quotes from The Matrix. Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. <laughs> um, okay. If you voiced a toy from Toy Story, what type of toy would you voice? Uh, I think it's Ben. Okay, it's me first. I'm going to guess it would be like like a a wooden giraffe. <laughs> very specific. <laughs> I love it. I like. Uh, it. she she wrote an etch a sketch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your turn. Oh, Shadow. Dang. Dang. Not too uh, stuffed panda bear. <laughs> he selected a speaking spell. Which, oh, I was going to guess that, actually. <laughs> I really was. Even Dang. though you guys got it wrong, your answers were similar. So <laughs> I was like, yeah. It's like you type the thing. Oh, okay. The... I couldn't think of what it was called, but it, I was thinking about it. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, and then we had a bonus question, which oh, right. I yeah. think we only had one of them be right. Um, but anyway, which <laughs> teammate of the replacements would you go on a road trip with? Uh, Shadow. Shadow, go first. Gene Hackman. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess he counts, but it's not him. <laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> uh, he picked the kicker. Okay. The smoking British gambling kicker. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to guess Gene Hackman. No, she <laughs> picked Orlando Jones' character. <laughs> ah, what? Um, Orlando the... Jones in that? Kitty, no. Kitty. <laughs> Don't sit down. It's, she's just pawing my back. It's oh, okay. yeah, she'll do that. Uh, he's oh the receiver gosh. that couldn't catch anything, so they poured glue on his hand. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. I forgot that exact character existed at all. Yep. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He's a funny guy. Oh, well, I, Again, that was based on yeah. just, I had to get a whole refresh on who was in that movie, <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, that that first one, though, guys. You got that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah, the one you, you got. Nail you're, on the head on that one. you're the winner of the segment. <laughs> right off the top. <laughs> I, I hit it, and I quit it. I <laughs> As you else. know, we have a dog, though. 
congrats, B-Ball, on winning the uh, newlywed <laughs> I won. <laughs> that's, yes, there's a winner. I believe that's how the newlywed game wins. One of the spouses wins. <laughs> and yes. shows your dominance over the Yes, so, yes. Just kidding. Anyways, um, so we're going to move right along into the uh, best Keanu character uh, March Madness style bracket head-to-head face-off to the death one <laughs> can remain and the rest are deleted from memory. Uh, okay. From wow. the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Carson has put together a list of eight eight? Yes. Eight characters. So I put together eight characters here. Um, you guys don't know the first round matchups but essentially... First round matchups, I've tried to match like to like as much as possible with Keanu characters. Um, so we try to compare like similar type of Keanu characters to some similar type. And then beyond the first round, it's going to be a shit show because he actually, as much as we say he's have very limited range, he actually has played a, a fair decent amount of characters. Um, so the matchups that I have that we're going to go through, um, first round, John Constantine versus John Wick. Uh, battle of like cynical anti-heroes um we also have uh ted logan from bill and ted versus shane uh, shane falco from the replacements kind of the bro keanu reeves characters (laughs) um we also have johnny utah versus jack traven the police characters and then (laughs) in the battle of the other ones um, (laughs) we have neo from the matrix versus alex weiler from the lake house (laughs) They don't match up very well, but that's the only other ones we had. Um, so, essentially, I'm going to be the judge from this. You guys are going to be the three contestants. Um, whatever character has more, like... Well, the characters are the contestants. Well, okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. But there's three of you. As long as two of you votes for somebody to be the better contestant, that I contestant see. will be to move on. Um, you guys can try to argue between yourselves and try to convince the other people to switch sides if you want. Um, but I will go through these uh, matchups for you. You guys understand? Yeah. Cool. Yes. Okay. First matchup: John Constantine versus John Wick. Go. Okay, it has to be Constantine. I mean, what? <laughs> what? Oh my what? gosh! All right, Shadow. Looks like we're convincing you. <laughs> Please do, because I do not care. Okay. Let me let, <laughs> let me say my piece. Let you go first. John Wick is a is like probably one of Keanu's best movies, like, trilogy of movies, but as, in terms of a character, as cool as he is, it's not really, a, there's not a lot of layers to that character. It's a cool world, it's a cool movie, cool action, great movie, but the John Wick character is not as cool as John Constantine. Like, Constantine, he's, like, trying to sa- save himself from going to hell because he's like just it's so like <laughs> he's trying to not go to hell because he killed himself before and then he's trying to buy his way out of hell by sending demons more demons to hell but if he fails and he ends up in hell he put everyone there so he's extra fucked like <laughs> it's such a what <laughs> That's my piece. <laughs> but Constantine's one movie, right? Yeah. yeah. That is absolutely correct, Shadow. Constantine <laughs> is one movie. And I, for the viewers, 
at home that aren't viewers, they're viewers with their ears, I am holding up three fingers to connote the three movies so far that have celebrated the John Wick character. Now, few movies have such a <laughs> lasting legacy. Think of all the different trilogies we've seen. I will make one final point. How many times did Paulo use the name John Wick <laughs> when explaining the other movie? What? <laughs> the first two minutes were nothing, but John Wick is pretty good, okay? Seriously, John Wick is great, okay? We all know John Wick is good. I rest my case. So, okay. Question for Paulo. Okay. Is there more character development in one movie of Constantine versus three movies of John yes. Wick? Yes. John Wick 1, John Wick... The judge is not impartial. <laughs> the, the judge is impartial, for sure. This is how I'd like to call the John Wick movies. There's John Wick, John Wick 2, more John Wick, and John Wick 3, John Wick again. The Wick it's he the, he's the same guy. Like, And don't get me wrong. To your point, B-Ball... Is great. They're great movies. I love them. But as a character, it's he's the same guy. Like he, there's more development in uh, hey. the hotel owner. Hey, hey Paulo. Yeah, what's up? Why isn't there a second Constantine movie? Because people don't know what they want. Ah, <laughs> uh, seems like they pretty clearly want more John. Wick. <laughs> <laughs> it, they, seems, it seems like they want more John Wick movies, but. They love seeing that guy fly off the deep end because the smallest infraction has befallen him. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really small. Oh, like, yeah. They killed uh, the dog. It, it kind of sounds like he's a big fan of John Wick over here, Shadow. <laughs> Your choice on uh, who you choose to go forward. Sounds I like realize the... I may be poisoning this well at this point. Uh, <laughs> this is all down to Shadow. On okay, great. Uh, I am going to vote for <laughs> I knew it. Whoa. I knew it. You're insane. Okay. Or, no, here's why. No, I no, have no. reasons. The bracket is the Please okay. explain, Shadow. Okay, explain. I look forward to you um, arguing Constantine's greatness uh, against another character. That's why? Yeah. <laughs> Does that feel good, Paulo? <laughs> I will defend John Constantine till I die and Great. go to hell. It really depends on who's up next because there are some things that I, I do quite like Constantine. <laughs> now that this is I over, mean, I do like, like it. I am a big character man. I love that movie, honestly. No, I, I, uh, it's a great movie. It's, I would still put John Wick ahead of it, yeah, but fair. I have seen the movie Constantine no less than 20 times. <laughs> uh, I have it on DVD somewhere, or someone else now has it because they don't have a DVD <laughs> player. But Share the love, man. It's fine. Give it to other people. Like, yeah, no, I, we gotta I, get a sequel. I completely understood all the points that you were making about the, <laughs> the story. Uh, and yeah, I love the, um, what's her name? Uh, she looks kind of crazy. No, 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 no. The, the bad, uh, Tilda Swinton. The bad, yes, Tilda Swinton. Playing Gabriel? Yes, as Gabriel is friggin' cool. Like, yeah. such an interesting character. And then the dude that always plays the sleazy guys is Lucifer. Yeah. Like, he so good. Too. He is so good. And like it's a great kind of logistical thing that they do. It's <laughs> and it's Keanu at his like peak asshole badass. Very I don't know about peak though, because there's still John Wick. But anyway, John Wick <laughs> is gone. John Wick is gone. 
hey, John Wick hasn't flipped off the devil like constantly. Right. But that's He's all. constantly flipping off the devil. Paul, <laughs> what are you Constantine moving on to the next round. Okay. Um, Shadow, you're more of a decider on this one, but you're going to be more of an arguer in their next okay, round. Okay, great. We have Neo from The Matrix versus <laughs> Alex Weiler from The Lake House. Uh, go. Sure. So, um, I mean, Alex Weiler is just, he believes, like, okay. So, I'm, first of all, okay. do you believe Alex Weiler is better than Neo? Uh, no. I know that that's not the interesting answer. You don't answer. have to argue I, for him I, but you like I can't, You know, but I can. I just, you know. Uh, I think it's just really darling because he's also the character who's in the past. And he accepts that, like, and, like, as they're writing back and forth. And I feel like I would just freak out. I would just, like, a lot of the stuff is more about, like, her and, like, figuring stuff out and all that stuff. And, like, why, like, I don't know. I got to rewatch that movie. Also, yeah, no, a cheesy romantic movie is not going to stand up to, like, a trilogy. Is it a trilogy or a quadrilogy? Yeah, it's a trilogy. Okay. It's, it's going to be a quadrilogy. It's going to be a quadrilogy. Well, it depends on how you classify Animatrix. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, okay, great. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, sure. Like. So, I, I have a question for you because it's been a long time since I've seen The Lake House mm-hmm. and not a long time since I've seen Il Mare. Sure. Which, does he meet Sandra Bullock in before he gets hit by a car? I don't think so. I think it's like they get the quickest glimpse and then... Because in the Korean version, the character actually meets or not meets, but actually interacts with the character two years before the girl mm. knows that he's getting, she's getting messages from right. him. Right. Mm. Mm. I would, I would have to rewatch it. See, like it has been a long time. I would say it's at least been ten years. Since I'm actually curious to watch this movie now. Mm-hmm. Coming out on Crave next week. Yeah, guys, I don't work for Crave, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've talked about Netflix so many times yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think they would throw in a free subscription around a little bit. I know, come on, guys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I got a month free when Game of Thrones is on. That is cool. It's probably done now, but <laughs> uh okay, so I'm I'm gonna uh say uh you know, Neo. Right, guys? Come on. I'm I say Neo too. <laughs> I gotta vote Neo. Do you wanna fight for Alex Weiler or I, I just I feel insufficiently prepared to do so. <laughs> well, <laughs> what does your heart tell you? No, because again, it's just like a cheesy romantic movie, so like okay. characters aren't fully fleshed out in those kind of movies, really. They're just... Because after this, we may or may not talk about The Lake House again. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any supporting things you want to say about Keanu Reeves as a romantic lead in a romantic <laughs> Get it movie? in now, because <laughs> we're going even the down the well after this. <laughs> Uh, he can be romantic. I believe it when he plays romantic. Do you think oh, in Speed, do you, like, is he a genuinely romantic character that you think Sandra Bullock would fall in love with? I think it's just circumstantial. Like, I think, um, good answer, ladies, good ladies like, um, emergencies and things that, uh, get you out of those emergencies. <laughs> Have you seen the new Star Wars movie? No. Not the most oh. recent one. I almost want to spoil something. What, what were you going to say? Well, okay. No, don't, do, you, just, do you care about Star, the end of the Star Wars movie? A little, yeah. yeah okay, no, I, no, I, I'll skip this. Don't, fine. yeah. That's fine. But, okay, yeah. Like, to the whole thing of, like, speed. Like, that part at the end where, like, 
I think I explained that to you. You mm-hmm. when they're yeah, after they slid along yeah, the yeah. pavement on like a uh, like a metal <laughs> you don't have to worry about spoiling speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like yeah, they're making out. Uh that's some hot shit, right? Like let's let's go. Do you think it's warranted? Like it for me it's kind of felt out of nowhere. I think there's a little the bit adrenaline of, yeah. rush of almost dying, and there was and then you live the relief. Will they won't they? Like there was a little bit of eye fuck from Sandra Bullock. Relief is the ultimate aphrodisiac. I think yeah. is what that movie is trying to sell. There was a little bit of like I felt like the movie was done, and then it it felt like a little extra that wasn't mm. part of the movie. Them making out in the speed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it happens in those movies. Yeah. Again, like. I think it's a little bit of like a subtle, maybe they're into each other kind of thing. And then also definitely just adrenaline, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just jacks right up and then, you know, they're sliding around on that <laughs> metal thing. on the Seems like a good idea at the time. You know, <laughs> they're around, like they're on top of one another and she can tell from the adrenaline, you know, things are about to go to stage two. <laughs> and they clearly didn't end up together. So it was just the uh, true yeah they were done by the time speed two by the time she went on her cruise yeah uh, actually i haven't seen speed two who's the main like guy in speed two i think i don't know what it is they just got some rando dude to come in Hmm. okay he Uh, he thought he was getting his big break and no no like he turned down speed two no no the guy oh okay whoever which i was reading up on keanu because of this but he turned down speed two so that he could go perform a stage performance of Macbeth in Winnipeg. Whoa. Which, mad respect for Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Also, he got away from that stinker. <laughs> but maybe a what is good with Keanu. Maybe. <laughs> the high drama on the high seas. Anyway, Neo is through to the second round. Yay. Um, our next battle, Battle of the Cops. everything you want. <laughs> My podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what? Was the Battle of the Cops is Johnny Utah from Point Break versus Jack Travern from Speed. Speaking of Speed. I will not accept anything other than Jack Traver moving forward in this category. I understand that at one point, Point Break might have been... Oh. Point Break? Oh, okay. Might have been... A a like the 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 movie of the times, and you know the reference. But I think speed at this point. There's people now. They have no idea what the fuck you're talking about when you talk about the movie Speed. You know, coworkers, no idea what you're talking about. That was me. Because you were that was you one ago. I yes, <laughs> yes. We work with uh, you know millennials do not know Speed, and they certainly do not know Point Break. And that is why I am arguing for Jack Trapper for me. The only thing I know about Point Break is from watching Hot Fuzz and <laughs> them watching Point Break. <laughs> yes. When he shoots the gun in the air. When he shoots his gun in the air and goes, ah! <laughs> That's it. That's his character to me. There's a scene where he goes surfing and he's very excited about surfing. And it's like he's getting just like, oh, I'm undercover. And then he goes surfing and it's just like, my life has changed. <laughs> see, I'd like to see that. But, I mean, I can't responsibly vote for... Johnny Utah? Johnny Utah. <laughs> it's a great name. It is a great name. Mm-hmm. It yeah, sounds I mean, so made up. If only his name in Speed was Johnny Utah, it would be perfect. Yes. 
But he and I would believe it then because <laughs> of how serious he takes everything. But like Johnny Utah just seems kind of like a crazy name in Point Break. Do, do you object to Shadow? Not <laughs> even in the slightest. Have you seen Point Break? No. Okay. I mean, I, but I feel like, it's again, like I feel like there's other movies where it's, or other forms of media where the people in the media are watching it. Like, it's like one of those things that gets referenced enough that like maybe you're, you don't you're have to see it. You're not seeing the character itself. You're seeing the interpretation of the character. Yeah. Johnny Utah should have been what his character was called in The Replacements. That's a quarterback name for sure. Ah. It's actually like in Point Break, it's referenced as him being a quarterback. Johnny oh, Utah, really? Joe Montana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Okay. That's fair. Johnny Utah, moving on to the next round. No, no, he's not. No. Oh, sorry, Jack Trevor. <laughs> um, so our final round is Ted Logan from Bill and Ted versus Shane Falco from The Replacements Battle of the Jock Bro Keanu Reeves characters. All right. I have my vote. I will let you guys speak first. <laughs> this is like the the battle of the movies I barely remember. <laughs> Like, barely remember, but I'm a huge fan of The Replacements. As am I. Yeah, I I recall it being pretty good, but I can't really recall it, so I'm going Ted. (gasps) I'm also going Ted. (laughs) Okay, so you're you're clearly Paulo, you're on Shane Falco. Can you convince one of these two to shift over to Team Shane Falco? Oh my god, like... Shay Falco is an athlete's dream. <laughs> okay. Like, uh-huh. like getting your second chance to play pro ball in any sport. Like for me, it would be basketball. Obviously, I I would take football too. Sure. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> oh, I see. I did not understand what we were talking about before. <laughs> no, so. but like, like just anyone who's ever wanted to like make it like just to imagine playing like in a big game and like Ted can time travel. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but that's not his character. He can you do can this. Play sports and... back before anyone knew how to fucking play. <laughs> no, I totally get what Paul was talking about here because like my grade twelve season of football. Oh my god. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> my grade eleven season, okay, I was fullback. I trained to be a fullback in the uh, off season between grade eleven and grade twelve I went to the university camp to be a better fullback, and then grade 12, I got changed to linebacker. And I didn't know what I was doing, and I didn't have a great season, and that was it. That was all that I could do in that sport, but I wanted to be good at that sport. I wanted to move on to the next stage, which would have been university. Didn't get that chance, and I still have nights that I think about those misplays that I had in grade 12 where I could have made a play, I could have been a little bit better and and made it. And anybody who has not been a professional athlete who has at least had an interest in professional sports has thought about this of what if I could make it. That is a legit thing. (laughs) Because these are all regular guys. They're like grocery store workers. They're cops. They're ones that come coming out of jail. And they're getting the chance to play a professional sport. It's like, oh my god, that's the dream for anyone that's played a sport. And like... I feel triggered. <laughs> no, here's, I, uh, 
I love this impassioned uh, plea, plea for um, uh, Falco. Uh, Shane Falco? Sean Falco? Shane? Shane Falco. <laughs> but... Sean Falco. As people who did performance as their sport in uh, indoor kids, um, the concept of like being in a goofy movie like right out of theater school and then like becoming such a movie star after that is so compelling. Like it's similarly, it's like oh, what if I had just tried? What if I had just gone to theater school and like fucking done and lived it? The dream, right? And like, and to me, I and also like how long that character has held like like as, like think of all we don't talk about Keanu being a goofy character but still <laughs> everyone when they talk about Keanu they still talk about this movie like it's still brought up as part of his oeuvre so i would say in that respect ted they're Ted. making a third one. <laughs> <laughs> like, sent or decades better. It's not just about sequel. People love this quantity. <laughs> I, I love the quantity. Uh, you know, how many? All right. <laughs> More than two? They made three Matrix movies. Uh, we talked about three and a bit. <laughs> yeah. And they're making a fourth. So it's like 4.5. Yeah. Mm. It's like four and a half. I but guess like, Neo's already won this competition. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, on the yeah, strength of the uh, number wait, of movies he's made. He got through the pre- yeah, he got through the previous bracket, so we'll see. Man, no, um, just shit, he's such a he's such a humble guy. Whoa, he, <laughs> man, I, I okay, well let me think about it, man, because you're you're bumming me out. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I, you know, does it really matter to me that much? <laughs> I'm like, uh, like he can time travel, dude, but you're like. She's me. <laughs> <laughs> I time traveled through that movie existence. Things went right. Let me be very, very clear. I had zero chance of uh, making any professional team. <laughs> but it's, no. for, it's for the kid in his driveway who is like it's the aspiration of yeah. it. I, yeah. I would have never made like the CFL, but if I could play one season of university <laughs> ball. That, Even if difference. I lost every single game, it's like, I mean, but, you know, pick whoever you want. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, just because I don't think it matters to Shadow Knight that much. No, okay. Come I'm going to, no. Have you watched The Replacements? Do you remember yep. the character? Okay. Yep. Also, I want to make this clear. I haven't seen Bill and Ted. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, you know. Do you want to make a counter argument for Ted? This quickly turned into a. Or are I, you? No, are you no. just picking him because you know Ted more, or is there something you really like about Bill and Ted that you want to argue? I feel like this is... The judge is not impartial. <laughs> I don't have a decision. I, I, I vote for the football man. <laughs> I vote for him. I vote for the football man. The football one. I, he has my what vote. are your thoughts? Hashtag Falco forever. <laughs> is that from Bill and Ted? No. Oh, what? Wow. Okay. Shane Falco, in a surprise, <laughs> is on to the second round. Ted Logan is... That's early. the last name of the guy. <laughs> 
Hashtag Falco forever. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. It's okay, it's all good. Um, Okay, moving on to the second round. John Constantine versus Neo. I feel like I should stop arguing so hard. <laughs> you want Constantine over Neo? Yeah, I Why? Oh, I really that do. makes no sense. He's basically Jesus in, <laughs> as Neo. I would pick him over Jesus. He's cyber Jesus. The Constantine over Jesus. The judge is impartial and also wants Constantine. Are you crazy? They made one <laughs> Constantine. You're really movie. leaning on this sequel argument. I just we all know that Neo is the most iconic character. He is of you know certainly Keanu Reeves of, of film <laughs> possibly yeah. right like it it it's the it's the character that launched 4.5 movies <laughs> and it. You know, uh, fun fact, you guys know this, it wasn't originally going to be Keanu Reeves. Who mm-hmm. was going to be the original Will role? Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's a question for you as a Neo supporter. Who is the better character, Neo or Thomas Anderson? Who's, oh, who's Thomas Mr. Anderson? Mr. Anderson. Oh, 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 oh. Does Keanu give a better performance as Mr. Anderson or as Neo? And that's I, including all three movies. Sure, I do feel that they're the like I'm not understanding because he basically that's just the name that he's been given. I disagree. That's hard to say because it's like it's part of his arc. So you, I you, think the better part of his character is in the beginning of the movie where he's like, "Let me give you a deal. I give you the finger, <laughs> and you give me my phone call." I think he's more interesting in that scene than any scene in the two and a half movies after when he's Neo. I just, I think... Because that's the... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying, like, that is the kickoff. That's what makes him interesting enough to be brought in. That's his everyman peak. But once he becomes Neo, he's just kind of like, I'm Superman. But he is... You take someone that at the very least feels like they knew things, right? Like, that's where that's coming from. How about I give you the finger and you give me my phone call, right? That's because he knows everything that's fucking going on, right? He can, or he thinks he does. He thinks he does exactly. As far as he's concerned, he's got all this shit figured out, <laughs> and then bam, he's in a fucking sack. <laughs> and bam, and, he has no mouth. Yeah, he's got <laughs> no mouth. He's sliding down a grease <laughs> tube, and someone's plugging a wire into the back of his head. Like he's completely out of his element from that point forward. It's not like he lost that element of his character. It's that that part of himself couldn't be exercised because he doesn't know everything anymore. So what do you think is his best scene as a character after as that realization? Uh, I think some of the stuff between him and the Oracle are pretty interesting. It is. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's that, that element of things is pretty cool. Of course, it's, I mean, like, Fight work really doesn't come in too much into these conversations, <laughs> but like the guy learned pretty the, serious martial arts. As at the part same of time, it. like Keanu, he, he dedicated himself to the physical part of the role, and yeah. so like that, you got to give respect to that at least. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and you know, like a, a lot of it is him posturing, right? Like he has this power in there 
and then eventually he has to sort of show a disregard for entities that are otherwise powerful, right? Like he, he kind of needs to be sort of, I don't know, like play this part weirdly of the, the godlike character. Uh, so like, you know, another area of characterization that I think is good with him is like his interactions with the Agent Smith character, right? Like that's all very, it's, yeah. again, it's like they're brief. Really, because it's before a lot they of start like, fighting, exactly. Like, oh, how's it going? Oh, I'm good. You know, shoulder shimmy, shoulder shimmy, and then they start throwing down. But like, they, they he holds his own against uh, that guy. What's his name? Hugo. Is it Hugo? Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Yeah, he holds his own against Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving chews the scenery. Yeah. Like I don't know. What, who are you leaning towards, you Shadow? <laughs> Constantine. <gasps> Ooh, how come? <laughs> I mean, this is undecided. We can just throw up tops. What? Go ahead. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Cheers. What? Because I want to hear, again, uh, more reasons why Constantine will be picked over perhaps the next So we've talked a lot about Neo. <laughs> how do you want to talk about Constantine? I'll talk about Constantine again. <laughs> yeah, see, that's that's why. <laughs> I mean, just on top of what I've already said, he's not like a he's not like a superhero. I mean, you he, might have to save some for shit. the next <laughs> statement. Constantine? He is not a superhero. He's literally in he, the DC universe. <laughs> yes, he is. A, he first okay. of all, he's from the comic book. Yes. Second of all. Oh, he's not a superhero. He I guess that. He's fucking demons. Yeah, he does. Paula. He does. But Get out of here. He's fucking struggling. Like he can't. He doesn't have. He can't fly. He can't. He doesn't have super strength to like. He can't fly. Easy. He fucking mind warps to hell. Kiss my ass. Yeah. Yeah, but not out of his own like internal power. Like he has. He knows. Fuck you. It's We're not talking about Constantine, the Keanu Reeves movie, not the comics. Yeah. Clarification. Yeah, we no, are talking. He does that in the movie about. Too. Yes, he teleports yep. to hell through a seance with, with the help of his friend, based <laughs> on his instruction. Yeah, he, it's not like he has to go to people to figure this shit out. Yeah, he knows how no, to do like, it. No, but like he knows these things, but he doesn't have like power to do these things. He but, absolutely has power. Wait, you are insane right he, now. He has no, power to power. see the demons. The, huh? po- the power that he has is he, to see exactly. Demons. So that's yeah. a weird superpower. Yeah. Uh, and then he literally tells "fuck you" to the devil, and the devil yeah. has to be like, "I take it. I take it." I, I you know like yeah. that well, <laughs> is that is power. You're crazy. He literally for a period okay. of time he could not die in the movie. For what? When? Because he the knew devil that, saved him. Yeah. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, the devil saves him. Yeah. Well, that's right. God. <laughs> like, that was earned. <laughs> I, okay, I'm impartial. I'm a judge. <laughs> no, I know you want Constantine. Okay, it, and it makes okay. sense it's going to go Constantine. Well, no, let, let, me, let me this clear. This is Shadow's this decision. Bracket I don't get to choose. We all know this. Let me clarify my, my, my perspective on the he's not a superhero thing, okay? Okay. Like, strength-wise and, like, ability-wise, he has the same strength as a, hum- a regular human He being. has tattoos on his forearms that <laughs> repel demons. He traps yeah. a demon in a mirror and then launches that mirror out into the street. So he's using Ooh. spells, knowledge, and uh, tools. What? Like, what does he have to do? <laughs> does Does Iron Man in his suit not have power? He He, he doesn't. He Tony, is. 
He's in Tony the suit. <laughs> he's in the damn but suit. Tony Stark. He's in the. I didn't say Tony Stark. Yeah. I said Iron Man but in his suit. Tony Stark is Iron Man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's also in that suit, and with that suit, he has power. So just because, you know, he's not literally an alien, doesn't mean <laughs> that he doesn't step outside of the confines of. And you've already kind of conceded the point because he can see demons. That is not yeah. a normal human person thing. But so he has <laughs> powers. Yeah, I'm not okay. I'm not saying he doesn't have any powers, but like compared to someone like a superhero like Superman, he can't. He doesn't have all this like frozen breath and laser eyes and all this shit. He's just trying to fight demons with like the shit that he has as a human being, and that makes it more compelling because he doesn't. He's not super powered, and he's like, it's like you or me fighting hu- uh, demons with our knowledge. That's why it's cooler. We're both talking. We're talking about two different characters that have supernatural powers. Because we are arguing between Constantine and Neo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I I know you looked at me like, oh, what are we talking about? I've just been (laughs) shouting about Constantine. Uh, But uh, no, hey, that's fine. Uh, It you. uh, That's fine. Okay, so Shadow, you're gonna get you're gonna decide this one. Okay. Do you have any questions? Are you decided, or do you have any questions between these two that you want to ask to prolong the argument? No, I'm decided. <laughs> she just wants it to end. <laughs> what is your As someone who really enjoys chaos, I'm staying with Constantine. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This is why <laughs> let's move. dictatorships exist. I don't want to argue for my, my likes anymore. <laughs> if, if you guys haven't had enough Ben versus Paul arguments, we're going to move on to the next round oh, where God. we have... Come on. We Jack, should have made me the judge of this because I've got the actual Jack only Traverne impartial one Jack versus Shane Falco. Who are we arguing? Oh, okay. Shane Falco versus <laughs> Jack Traverne. Okay, we... <laughs> Okay, well, are, should we just kick it over to Shadow? Like, <laughs> well, you know what the answers are on either side. We've argued either dude already very hard. Either side, totally get it. I, I love but that not we haven't again. said who we're arguing no. for. Yeah. Everybody we knows. Know. We know, we know. Okay. okay. Fine. But Shadow, do you have some uncertainty here? Do you have specific questions you would like to ask to help you figure out who you're going to vote for? Because ultimately, these two guys are decided. Your vote is going to decide this. Okay, this time I'm going to say, what's his name? Jack Traver? Travern. Jack Travern versus Shane Falco. Okay, Jack Travern is my choice. (laughs) No argument, we're just moving on? I I agree with that. What's what's your logic on this? Um, Shane Falco barely squeezed by (laughs) the last round. So, uh, like, yeah, between Speed 2 and... But uh, again, if it's the first oh yeah, you're right. It's the first scene. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we've been uh, Wait, yeah, great. As somebody who hasn't seen seen Speed Two, does Jack Travern get recast or is it a different person? I think it's a different guy, right? Yeah, I think it's a different guy. Okay. Yeah, but not like a 007 situation. Okay. <laughs> so, um, no, it's a regular Speed. Yeah, no, I would say, but again, because like the bracket's weird because is it like best character or most like. Attached to Keanu Reeves. I mean, like art, you can argue either way. Right? Like Jack Traverne is 
easily more attached to Keanu Reeves. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm going. But technically, if we're arguing about character development, I don't know. It seems you think uh, Jack Trevor's more attached to Keanu than Shane Falco? Yeah, hundred percent. I don't yeah. think. Uh, I don't think there are. I I love uh, the replacements more than the average person. I think it's probably me, like the age that I grew up on. But like for me, Shane Falco is more Keanu Reeves than Jack Trevor. Interesting. I think it fits him more. As I know Keanu Reeves, like I think it was just a more Keanu important Reeves. movie for me at that age. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. well that makes sense. And that's I mean, that's we, why it. And so as much. somebody who played football, right? Yeah, super <laughs> into football. Yeah. And then there's a movie about average Joe's playing professional football. Has a stripper girlfriend. Yeah. No, yeah. it sounds. I mean, damn, I think I recall <laughs> enjoying it, like for sure. But I'm 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 definitely unwavering in Jack Travern. Makes the most sense. He's. He's such a strong character. He carries that entire movie. Uh, there's not, like, there's, what, maybe five, ten minutes of the whole fucking thing that doesn't include his face. Yeah. <laughs> I will concede that point, because the the side characters of, like, uh, Shane Falco's team are almost as big as him throughout the, the entire it's, movie. It's almost mm, an, an ensemble. ensemble. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So my love for the movie is more of a whole than actually Shane Falco himself. I still love him. <laughs> Interesting. But... And like that's the reason I picked him in our uh, football, uh, in our sports movie mm-hmm. dra- uh, episode podcast. All right, well, let's go down to our finals here: Jack Travern versus John Constantine. <laughs> I'm not going like to let like another. <laughs> okay, before we let Ben and Paulo argue, <laughs> Shadow, what are your thoughts on these two based on the conversations? You know before? what? Let Shadow decide. We don't even get to speak. Oh yeah. no. No, no, I, no, I want like you guys to speak. Yeah, no, I think there's more to be said here. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. Uh, I do. I think, uh, <laughs> especially because. <laughs> gonna start stretching. Gonna start stretching. I'm bunched. I'm gonna take another drink. I can't bunched. Can I get a glass of water? You have a glass of water? Yeah, here. Let's, uh, let's put on. Okay, rum, uh, water, it's all the same. Go for it, man. <laughs> um. I'm feeling froggy. Oh my god. So, does the question, now that it's the final round, is the question like, is it like best character, most attached to Keanu? Like, is it a combination of both? I, I have like, purposely not defined the question. Right. I think you can look at it in any way. I, you can argue it from multiple dimensions, and it's really just best Keanu character. Hmm. So. Maybe for these two, because these two are about to give their arguments. Yeah. What matters more to you? Like, what type of arguments should they give <laughs> when arguing their character? Because we know what side these guys are on. If, if the character... How would Keanu's career be different if he did not play the character? Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a really interesting question because I don't know if Keanu gets John Wick without John Constantine. Ooh, that's a good point. I respectfully disagree <laughs> with Go the on. judge. Uh, there is no Keanu Reeves as we know him without the movie Speed. Up until that point, we've only seen him in Point Break and as Bill or Ted. Of the Bill and Ted. He was, I think he was Ted. Ted. I think he was Ted. He was also in Dracula. Yes. <laughs> yes. He played... We have the, not talked about Dracula. <laughs> he, played, he played the nerdiest 
in Dracula. My lord. Yes. The the one the unfuckable one, I believe. <laughs> uh if not officially his name, his sure somewhat designation. So that all happens before speed. Speed hits. Suddenly Keanu Reeves badass. <laughs> able to do whatever. Hooking up with Sandra Bullock on the regular. Right? Look at that guy. That's a picture of a modern man. <laughs> right? Nothing happens after that if it, that doesn't go well, if he isn't cast in that role. Maybe something else would come along that would cast him in that same light, but it's not... It has to happen. It has to happen before before something like The Matrix happens, uh, before something like John Wick happens after The Matrix. And then I also think that the Matrix could have led to him being in John Wick as well, if you consider yeah. Speed. Those two things would indicate that he could play that character without Constantine. <laughs> I think, okay, so the, the I agree with the points you're making, but I apply it more to Constantine because after Speed, he took a break. He did stage. So, like, I think it was more detached from John okay, Wick. Okay, you are pulling that out of the past hour. <laughs> hey, I'm using... It doesn't make it any less true. Yeah, yeah I like that. Like, constant, so they both... Both characters were, like, Keanu's badassery, asshole, uh, cool guy. They, it, it is unfortunate that we ended up with these two at the very end because I do agree that from a characterization standpoint, they're very similar. Yeah. The only thing that I will take from what you were saying is that, like, John Wick coming from Speed, I think it's more from Constantine, because Constantine was after his little break, after Speed. Like, he turned down Speed, too. He didn't keep going with that character well, he until did, he came back. He did do Matrix. Yeah, the no, Matrix I know. Matrix before Constantine. Yeah, well, I think we can both agree that the Matrix is more of a, of a reason for John Wick than either of these two movies. Sure. Yeah. But, like, between these two... I think Constantine was just that little sooner of him getting back into it than Speed was. But I, I again, Maybe Speed it, laid the foundation. Of, exactly. Sure. I think if we're looking at what lays the groundwork for Keanu Reeves to be taken seriously between these two movies, it's Speed. It's earlier. It's the first one where you're able yeah. to take him seriously. He's, you know, uh, to a degree point break, of course. But this is the one that really just kind of nailed down him as a real potential box office like draw. Yeah, I think, okay, that's fair to say. I think just in terms of, like, Hollywood uh, business sense, I think it was more of Constantine. But I think Speed made more money. Huh? I think Speed made more money if we're you talking know about Hollywood business well, sense. probably did. Did However, then Constantine? Yeah. Constantine didn't make a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know how like the official facts, but I, I know Constantine didn't make a lot of money. I, mean, I don't we, know okay, how much so we all made. pretty much agree that Speed made more money. <laughs> Just in it's our probably heart, a more famous feel. movie. Probably. Like it's a more successful movie. The only thing yeah, okay. I don't know. But in terms of like Hollywood longevity, I would give it to Constantine. Oh, man. Because oh, it's God. how his like it's how he trans like does he even come into I'm the aughts? Arguing. That's what's going Does on. he even come sure. into the aughts without Constantine? 
Okay, like, so Shadow, you're gonna end up deciding this. Can you give a question for Ben about, mm. like, maybe a, a scrutinary question to Ben about uh, Jack Trevern, and a question to Paulo about uh, John Constantine that will maybe help you decide this? Um, like, what are the deciding mm-hmm. factors for you right now? Um. This is a real classic versus interest, though. Like, Speed is now like a classic movie now, right? Like, it is held up. Um, versus, yeah. Um, okay, what about the impact of of Constantine's character being a cigarette smoker? Like, in what way? Just in, in um, general? Well, because they're like... I, I remember seeing something where, like, smoking was basically out of Hollywood movies, and then Constantine almost kind of, like, it was like that movie and two others came out right around the same time that kind of brought it back in. And it was being, like, directly blamed for, like, an increase in teenage smoking. Really? And then this could just be a grasping at straws article <laughs> from, like, that time. I mean, <laughs> it was a big part of his character, mm-hmm. but... I will argue that I don't if if that was the case, I think I wouldn't blame it on Constantine. I no. would blame it on teenage stupidity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. Because like if they watched the movie, yeah. they would realize that like he has pretty aggressive cancer. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. the whole reason why he's trying not to die and go to hell. Well not the whole reason, but like the whole reason he's probably gonna die and go to hell is because of his lung cancer from his incessant smoking. So mm-hmm. like I I I think that and in that case, like smoking is so bad for you, but also so terribly addictive that even though he knows he's completely fucked if he dies, he doesn't stop. Like yeah, mm-hmm. he would rather fight more demons than stop smoking. <laughs> it is interesting mm-hmm. how that impacts though, because like even though it's framed as a very negative thing in the movie, like he's still a very cool character. Yeah, and it's like a cool character who smokes you still kind of get that impression, so I right. definitely see where that, that would yeah, come from. Yeah. I guess I guess the point um his his redemption is what turns it away from the smoking. It's like mm-hmm. the caring for his his friend, uh, Rachel Weiss, uh, to give his own life for her instead overshadows like the coolness. And of he does character. have nicotine gum at the end. I was gonna say yeah, <laughs> he, he does I actually completely forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Wow. So that's like I guess the the lack of his smoking is uh is integral to his character arc. That's really <laughs> helpful to mention. Uh, similarly, Ben, do you think uh, his character in the movie Speed increased bus hijacking? <laughs> if anything, I think it would decrease. Just uh, to show how futile it is. I think you know it. Something that's also very compelling about the movie Speed is how much, like, he is, he's very much, like, it is a cop movie. Uh, hmm. And it's about relationships, but really the relationships you develop on the job as a police officer, the sort of goals and motivations that he has, and then also, like, how his close friendship with uh, his partner and all the other people involved in the squad. Uh, and then also the main villain is a police officer as well, like a retired police Dennis officer. Hopper. Yeah, Dennis mm-hmm. Hopper. Uh, so it, it's a lot of interaction between people, which I think is kind of a, an interesting character for he 
Keanu and sort of a departure from a lot of the other stuff that we're talking about, you know, like with Constantine, everyone is part of this very specific set of people. Uh, with like, again, even like the replacements and Neo, you know, the matrix, everyone's just like this sort of niche kind of subculture group. Whereas in speed, it's really him interacting with what are meant to be regular people uh, and then having him like be like a, a real person, a nice guy that's just trying to do well and he just has this crazy day, <laughs> you know, because it's not, it happens all over one day. Right. So would you base your argument on Jack Travern on the quality of the supporting characters in Speed? Certainly not, no. No, it's it's him. He's the again. No, it's him as like an almost done every man, but like. Because I was gonna say that was one of my. I, I really like Speed. <laughs> I said this earlier, but some of the supporting characters almost border on goofy. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they're meant to, like they're meant to kind of show sort of sharp extremes of the kind of behavior you get from people in that scenario, right? Like you need to have that nervous white guy that's like, hey man. You know, like, you have to have that. And if you just get there first, then you can get back to what the central conflict is, which is between, like, you know, uh, Jack Travern, Sandra Bullock's character, and the guy they figure out is watching them on that bus Mm -hmm. while they're having to stay above 50 miles per hour. I don't know. I I think it's a better character. I think Constantine's a great movie. Again, I've seen it a ton. Uh, but it's a really specific character, uh, and he is, he's not, he's not an everyman by almost every definition. I'm inclined to agree with that. All right, well, Shadow, down to you. If you have any other final questions, go ahead, but if not. No, I don't. I think even on that final point, I think if we're talking about a bracket and someone's career... I think we gotta go more interesting character over better known character. So what does that, that mean? I think Constantine's a more Ooh. interesting character than the like because I think everyone know like even if you don't remember like that his name is Jack Travern. Yeah, I don't remember. I uh, do not but, change my vote. <laughs> um, like everyone knows like about the movie Speed except for like the next generation, I guess. But like Paul, are you uh, you gonna vote? I don't know. <laughs> you gonna vote? You listen to me talk You're switch a bit. To you Jack know, Travern? You thinking maybe come on over to Jack Travern? Huh? Come on. You know he's a better character. <laughs> you know it in your heart and you're lying to yourself. I can see it. You on know your face. what? If Shane Falcon had gotten this part <laughs> and it was against him and Jack Travern, I would have changed my vote. Uh, but I, I can't do it for for Constantine. Wow, that I can't. That's incredible. So I guess that's where we're at. John Constantine has been picked as the best Keanu Reeves character. Oh, interesting. We can debate this in the comments. Like our, our yeah. Yes, this will Let be us the first know time if that you I will be savagely attacking the podcast. <laughs> Are you going to catfish? Huh? No. Let them see. Okay. You can see all these comments from Gertie. On yeah, 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 yeah. I did not expect Constantine at all to do that well. I really wanted Constantine to do well, but I did not expect him to do that well.
well. I don't know why I just automatically got so passionate about Constantine, but there you have it. I respect the results of the vote. <laughs> <laughs> I might be looking for a new place to live. <laughs> I, I mean, I believe. Let's move on to the next segment, everyone. We all know what happened here. <laughs> all right, our next segment. Um, we have come up with some ideas, both for existing movies that we want to replace a character with Keanu Reeves, and some new movie pitches that we want to propose that kind of showcases Keanu's skills and abilities. So I'm going to say first, we're going to talk about existing movies that we think would be better if we replaced one of the characters with Keanu Reeves. Um, not all of us have come prepared with an idea for this, but... <laughs> For those who have, um, do you guys have uh, an idea for a movie you'd like to replace the character with? And what is your justification? Ben, it looks like you are ready to go. Yes, yes. Okay, so I've, I have a replacement example. Uh, it's the movie You've Got Mail. <laughs> Ooh. With, uh, with, obviously, he's replacing uh, Tom Cruise. No, Tom no. Hanks. <laughs> this is, that's a bull. He's replacing Tom Hanks in uh, You've Got Mail. Uh, and what would happen is they would begin the regular, you know, the correspondence over mail. And then uh, he would enter into the Matrix uh, and pull Meg Ryan into it, revealing the true nature of reality. Uh, and then, of course, uh, to tie it in with the previous success of the Matrix, uh, and they would come out of the Matrix, you know, uh, knowing now after their meet cute through AOL or whatever, uh, knowing now that they're meant to be together, uh, they would jack out of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he would turn to her and be like, uh, no, I love you. <laughs> right? Instead of I know Kung Fu from, again, the seminal and I can't believe it, like fifth place. Uh, <laughs> Neo yeah. character, but that's yeah, uh, that's my one. Uh, replace you've got mail into a techno uh, utopia where Meg Ryan is now basically uh, Trinity. Trinity. <laughs> Hermione. Okay, <laughs> that's that's my uh, that's my replacement one. Who's got a, who else had a replacement one? Was it Paulo? Paulo. I, I had one. I also yeah. have one. You, have you one? go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, so mine was uh, American Ultra. Nice. Mm. Um, it's the movie with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. He's like a stoner, but then it turns out he's like actually a CIA sleeper cell. Yes. Uh, so obviously I'm replacing him with Keanu Reeves. So we can see his full range of uh, goofy stoner uh, deadbeat guy while turning into John Wick in the same movie. Uh, but like a little more on the silly side, which I'm hoping for, and then we can see that side of him. Maybe, who knows? We'll see how he plays it. Uh, but it's essentially the same movie. But I want to see Keanu Reeves uh, uh, play that role. That's actually so. I thought, what action movie has come out recently or in the last like ten years where the lead has just been lame? And I kept looking through a bunch of them, and a bunch of them were like, they're bad despite a really good lead performance. Mm. Um, and I was looking for a movie that was like, what's something where I can just replace a very lame lead actor? And that's actually a really good choice, and I didn't think of that. Um, but that's perfect. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, 
But the one that I came up with was Goon. Oh! Because Keanu, before he decided to commit to acting, was actually on a path to a good career as a NHL goalie. Um, so he's actually a really good goalie. And I was thinking the character of Belcher in Goon, um, who's a forgettable character, but uh, you would have to change the character a lot, but essentially just put Keanu in a hockey movie because he commits to action, he commits to uh, being like part of that character, and it's like, I think you could build out a much better character as part of the Goon movie, which is really kind of a dumb mo- hockey movie. Um, but I think you can build out a better character that you can make it a bit more of an action hockey movie. Uh, and something there, there's something there. I don't know how the movie looks like, but I think I, I just want to see Keanu commit to like a sports role. I'm I'm curious to see him play a like a meathead simpleton like Sean William. But Scott. I would even say like Sean William Scott in those movies, like he plays the meathead, but you need kind of that serious character to play against him. And I think he could play a character that's been like a veteran AHL player who's been wait playing so the, the Leah Schreiber one. No, no, like the goalie in the movie who's oh, okay, kind okay. of a dumbass. Oh, okay. But play him as a serious character who's just like a veteran hockey player who's not that good but has been around. I think that those movies could have done better with. And I just want to see him play goalie because apparently he's a good goalie. <laughs> uh, another replacement one would be him uh, in the movie The Wolverine. That's bold. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, because the, he almost was cast in it. Huh? What? He was almost cast yeah. as Wolverine before yeah, he was Jackman. almost cast as Wolverine. Yeah. And like him in like a prequel where he's meant to be like in feud like oh. with Japan, but like in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like samurai out. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a real like a lean Wolverine might be kind of a cool look. Uh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You guys have some uh some new movie ideas featuring Keanu Reeves. You have one for replacing. Uh, I don't have one for replacing, but I do have. Basically, it's not a new movie. It's just what I want to see again, <laughs> repackaged. Um, I would love to see uh, Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves come back together, and like not linearly. Like it has nothing to do with the Lake House. It has nothing to do with Speed. They're just you know both still famous and putting up really high quality movies so maybe it's something like how you know her and Melissa McCarthy partnered in uh, The Heat mm-hmm. maybe it's like a buddy thing like you a know a buddy cop like maybe maybe it's like a <laughs> buddy cop yeah, <laughs> he's the Benjamin Brown yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I just I really think there could be a lot of fun especially like maybe like I, I really believe that the two of them like had well, not just didn't have feelings for each other but just like have this such like com- like compatibility that I would almost just love to see them like, um, like improvise, like like they throw like a couple of like real cool loose ideas at them and see where they go with it. I would love to see that. Um, but then we saw that basically with that Winona Ryder. Yeah, one. yeah. So Do you guys know. see this? Uh, oh my God, what was it called? I think it was called Destination yeah, Wedding. Yeah, Destination Wedding. So it was basically like two people who are like wedding guests, but they hate each other. But, like, it's just, yeah, him and Winona Ryder in the back of a bus traveling through Europe. Yeah, just making conversations. Yeah, and that's the entire movie, just the two, like, yeah, so it wouldn't be that, because that was dreadful. No, it was fine. It was fine. I was wondering why Winona Ryder kept coming up when I would search Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's probably why. And they did a press tour pretty recently, because that was, like, like within the last five years. Yeah. They did that movie, and uh, they were doing it together. 
Well, and because they, I don't know, they might have played a married couple, but like that were in the process of being divorced. I don't know. It was a weird movie. Um, but yeah, so Wait, were Keanu and Winona ever together in real life? Apparently, maybe, or like what? secretly married, but what? like not really. Like it's like a fake I marriage. I don't know. I'm backing away from this. I don't know. <laughs> I saw a thing from like, but again, like I don't believe any celebrity news, so I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely saw something where like Winona Ryder was like, I've been married to Keanu this whole time, but it's like a secret, like, wink-wink <laughs> marriage. Wow. But, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> so I would love to see a movie where the two of them, yeah, maybe a buddy cop, maybe like, and you know, they of course fall in love at the end. Um, something like that might be fun. And International would be fun too. Like they have to go on an adventure of some sort. Yeah. Okay, so I made a Keanu Reeves pitch movie, and I'm very happy about it, so I want to share it. Um, I was really worried that everyone else was going to have this same idea and that they were <laughs> going to pitch it, nope. uh, but apparently not. So I have come up with a pitch idea for Constantine 2. Oh, oh my God, so it'll what? have a sequel. It's very ha- I'm very <laughs> happy that Constantine validation. <laughs> Uh, but I have pitched a Constantine 2 movie that takes place in 2008, and I will explain why in a little mm. bit, why that's the case. Um, but here's the, here's the general premise of the movie. Uh, we are introduced back to the Constantine world. He is doing investigations of the supernatural type. We see a bunch of real devil shit type move, like murders that are happening amongst the world. We're introduced to characters kind of around his universe. We do a little bit of world building and... But part of what I really liked about Constantine was kind of the real Catholic type uh, mythology that was going on in that world. So I want to introduce a little bit more of that. And we introduce ourselves with a little bit of mystery around people are committing these murders and we don't know why. What we find later on is that it's actually Papa Midnight. Oh, uh, no. Juman Hunsu's character who is committing these murders who is kind of a neutral slash neutral good character in the first movie. Um, And what we find out is that he is committing these murders because he's doing an investigation to discover the whereabouts of a card that is uh, in the mythology of the DC universe of a get-out-of-hell-free card. Um, (laughs) He's trying to get it for himself? He is trying to acquire this for himself, and this is actually part of the plot of the... Suicide Squad Hell to Pay movie, uh, which has recently come out, which is also part of the DC Universe. Um, and John Constantine is doing the investigation. Let's also say that Rachel Weiss is killed as part of this. as just part of a you know connection to their previous movie. Um, but he eventually finds that his friend is actually doing the murders, which obviously causes a lot of conflict for him. Um, and obviously related to this card. Um, and why it's related to 2008 is part of Papa Midnight's character, which he has been cursed with immortality based on the condition of as he has immortality as long as the white man rules over the black man in the continent of America, which is actually part of his character in the DC universe. Um, 2008 (laughs) is when a certain senator by the name of Barack Obama (laughs) is coming to power. And this is a very vague premise of what your immortality is based on. He's actually been around for 300 years. And 
So what is the actual definition of the black, the white man ruling over the black man in the continent of America? If a president of America, the, the USA at least, rules over, does that, does that count as a reversal of that? And when, oh. when the, it comes to the end of the white man ruling over the black man, is it a uh, Indiana Jones uh, Last Crusade type thing where he, his age catches up with him and he all of a sudden ages all at once? And he or, just disintegrates. Yeah. Is it that, or is it just his immortality ends and he gets to live out the rest of his time? He doesn't know. So he sees that the end of his life is possibly coming sometime in the horizon, whether it's this event or maybe 50 years down the road, down 100 downs the road. He's done some evil shit in his lifetime, but he wants to guarantee himself not being in hell because he's done some bad shit and he's probably going to go to hell. So he is on a war path to acquire this card to guarantee that he does not go to hell. John Constantine, who in the first movie has been kind of sort of said that he's not going to go to hell and go to heaven, he doesn't really sure about that. So he's maybe coming along with Papa Midnight on this journey to find this card, maybe to help Papa Midnight, but also maybe to acquire the card for himself. Um, so we see a bit of an adventure going on here. And eventually we find out that this card is in the swamplands of Louisiana <laughs> being protected by Swamp Thing. Nice. Uh, and this is going to be our introduction into Justice League Dark. Uh, maybe one of the characters that we meet at the beginning of the movie with all these murders is Zatanna, who is also a character in Justice League Dark later Holy on. shit. Um, we see Swamp Thing at the end of the movie. I, I kind of wanted to work Dead Boy into it at some point, uh, maybe leading into a uh, Guillermo del Toro Justice League Dark movie later on down the road. Because Dead Boy. Dead Boy or Dead Man? Dead Boy. Okay. Oh, uh, now I'm second guessing that. Um, but anyway, I want to introduce Justice League Dark a little bit, but not part of the movie. And essentially, the lead up of the movie would be. The guy uh, from Boston? Uh, Boston Brand, yeah. Yeah. Um, but just teasing it, not part of the movie. And the the climax of the movie would be this card protected by Swamp Thing, who is essentially way too powerful for them to defeat. But they learn that he won't give the card through defeat. It would the he would give the card to someone who's worthy. And he eventually learns that Constantine is worthy because of his sacrifice in the first movie. Blah blah blah. Other good stuff. And he gives the card. And the end of the movie would be. Barack Obama being elected president, uh, which reveals that Papa Midnight actually does the whole like uh, uh, Indiana Jones disintegration thing, <laughs> and he gives him the card to guarantee that he doesn't go to hell uh, by getting it from Swamp Thing as a result of being a good person. Um, and then, you know, Papa Midnight goes to heaven, and, and that's Constantine's adventure. Send through. an email to A24 uh, yeah. and get that made right and, now. And this is, <laughs> this is the introduction to Justice League Dark, and then we have a whole, you know, universe after this. Get, awesome. great. get on it! <laughs> Make that movie! I was happy. I re there, there was that's actually good. an interview like a year ago where Keanu Reeves says he would be interested in doing Constantine again, and Guillermo del Toro is still interested in doing a Justice League Dark movie. Which he, he wrote uh, He wrote one. He or was originally wrote. signed on, and then he bailed out. Oh, okay. So there's still an idea of a Justice League Dark movie at some point. 
which I would very much like to see Keanu as part of, but we'll definitely never. Right on. That's a good pitch. I'm I'm glad now that I didn't make a pitch. (laughs) Because I would have just completely abandoned it after hearing that one. Also, uh, Barack Obama would actually be a character in like in this movie in the same way that um, like he'd play himself. No, no, in <laughs> Uncut Gems, how Kevin Garnett is a character oh, okay. playing himself oh, okay. ten years ago. Mm. Yeah, so Barack I, Obama. He, I think Barack Obama could. He's play himself. retired. He's yeah, he's, he's got himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he definitely looks younger yeah. now than when he first retired. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone else have any pitches? So you had a pitch, didn't you? No, no. Or you had a pitch. pitch. Well, no, we yeah we did yeah we went through. Yeah. Yeah, oh okay. I think, no, I think yeah. I think we're good. All right. Well, that's a good time to end it off. Um, as we usually do, we want to talk about movies coming out soon that we are looking forward to seeing. Uh, what are you guys looking forward to? I'm just gonna because uh, it's topical. I'm looking forward to Bill and Ted Three. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to rewatch the first two and remind myself what the hell happened and check out the third one. So, question for you on that one. Yes. Keanu has very much played like serious character since then. Do you, how well do you think he's going to slip back into that Ted character? I really don't know, but I think he's going to fully try. Yeah. Like I don't think they're, they're not going to do something where it's John Wick named Ted. You know what I mean? It's like, like Ted has become like a serious yes, guy. Yes, no, it, it, that is not going to happen. They're going to catch him up, and he's going to be the same dude, and we'll see where the rubber meets the road. This might be that that role, right, that proves out how skilled he really is because he can just turn it back into that goofy, time-traveling stoner from high school. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be cool. And so, do you think like, Alex Winter, he's gonna, he hasn't done much in a while. Sure, but he did that. I think he can do that again. So he's going to do that again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. He also still kind of weirdly looks a lot. Like, they both, like, shave him down. <laughs> and they both pretty much look like those guys. Like, it's weird. That's fair. What else do you get? What about you guys? Paulo? Um, Carson's going to hate this, but I'm looking forward to A Quiet Place 2. <laughs> <laughs> I do hate that. <laughs> um, I, I'm just curious, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that world that they created, which is, uh, super interesting to me. Uh, I'm not going to go into it more to not make Carson upset. What, <laughs> <laughs> the world? Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I think it's going to be a terrible movie. I think <laughs> it it very well could be bad, but I'm still going to watch it just like I'm still going to watch Artemis Fowl, which I'm really <laughs> looking forward to. Nice. Shadow? Cool. Um, I'm actually going to... I, yeah, I just remembered a movie that I saw a preview for recently, and I felt like a kid again when I saw the preview and even though like it's super cheesy and going to be super bad I want to see it very badly uh, which is the new Doolittle movie starring Rob Hardy Day yeah like I really want to see it I think also I think it's because over the holidays we rewatched the Eddie Murphy one because it was just on TV oh. as like a <laughs> family too, friendly oh, whatever nice. block of movies that was on TV and, like, it also held up. Like, it was kind of weird. And there were some moments that, I, you know, because it's the 90s, it's like, ooh, yikes, uh, <laughs> moments. Uh, but 
as a premise, it's like fun and whatever. Like, what do I want from a movie? To have fun. So, yeah, I think I am, I'm not going to press to see Doolittle in theaters, but uh, it will be on my to-watch list, I think. I am very interested in the post-Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, On the superhero topic, I'm, it's actually coming out tonight, but Birds of Prey, uh, the new Harley Quinn movie. I don't know if it's going to be good, but I'm interested enough to go see it and to see how it's going to be. Um, I think there's going to be at least enough unique style that it's something different from the superhero genre. So, yeah, I'll check it out. And I think it'll be interesting. Uh, we're loving the Harley Quinn cartoon. Yeah. It's really great. Yeah, that's Which one? Uh, it's, an, it's on, like, Adult Swim. Hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of, like, very interesting Harley Quinn stories in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a ton of content there, which is why I'm interested about Birds of Prey. I don't know how much of that they're really going to explore, but I, well, I hope they do. So to that end, you would be interested in this cartoon because hmm. it does explore the Harley Poison Ivy relationship. Yes, with. that I think is a really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, which they I believe they consciously stayed away from with the Birds of Prey movie. Uh, there was an opportunity for them to go that route because in Birds of Prey they talk about her stepping away from Joker, which is a big part of the Poison Ivy relationship. Yes. Um, but it doesn't seem like they've integrated that Poison Ivy part of it. They did not. But the point of her recognizing what is wrong about her relationship with the Joker and realizing that she needs to step away, I think you could do a parallel type thing there, which is why I'm interested in that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm also interested in checking that out. But yeah, highly recommend. Uh, <laughs> oh, kitty. Uh, that, yeah, that cartoon. And also I was just watching – it's. It aimed way younger, but uh, DC superhero girls, pretty entertaining. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't even heard of this. Superhero girls? DC superhero girls. It's like they're all in high school, but it's interesting if you're a fan of the characters because they're all like little tiny high school versions of the characters. <laughs> like the one episode I happened to watch, uh, they did a high school version of the Flashpoint Paradox. Hmm. Uh, I really love that story, yeah. I really loved it, too. And they really kind of touched on the central themes of it in hmm. a 15-minute uh, cartoon, like, Adult Swim. Not even Adult Swim. That's just, like, Cartoon Network-style yeah. animated show. Uh, so, at, having seen one episode of it, I'm already being like, it's just this. Uh, that mostly just had Batgirl in it, though. It was still solid. Okay. She just tasted me. I don't know. <laughs> I think she's getting ready to bite. <laughs> she is. Um, <laughs> well, we will end it off there. Thank you two for stopping by the episode. Thank you for having yeah. us. This was uh, great. And okay. we will see you guys again next month. See ya. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.